This episode of Spartan Up is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Ensure your body gets the nutrition it needs. Athletic Greens has a special offer for our listeners. Just go to athleticgreens.com Spartan, and then when you place your order, they'll send you a free travel pack with 20 individually wrapped packets. That's a free offer just for our listeners. Hey guys, we are here for Spartan Up Podcast. I got my team with me. I got Colonel Nye, Seth for the Seed, Johnny Waite, the, the doctor. Seth for the Seed. I got, I got uh, Marion behind the camera and Andrea, who's doing everything technical that Marion can't figure out. So, there we so, go. But this guy is awesome. Oh. This guy, Jason True, that we interviewed, true. Is, um, is true. I mean, he's, he goes into companies, he goes into your mind as an individual, and he helps you figure out, well, I'm not going to tell you too much, but he helps you figure it all out and become a better human being because and we all... Better. Joe's so, and the company Joe's better. so impressed, yeah. he invited him to the office afterwards. So. I did. I invited him to the office. He's going to come in. He's going to completely rebuild me, which is it's going to require probably a bunch of scientists and stuff, <laughs> but he's going to rebuild me. He's going to rebuild the company. He's going to dig in. You guys are going to dig this. Um, <laughs> dig talk to it. you soon. Check this out. We are here for Spartan Up Podcast. We've got a really unique guest in that he's an executive coach, but not just any executive coach. Jason Troy, what, what is it that makes what you do unique? Because it sounds like you're diving into the, uh, to the root of the problem um, that a human might have, like the challenges that we all have. Yeah, so I go in and do what I call mini therapy and really get into people's history, what's gone on in the past and then link it to what their biggest challenges are right now because that's what holds them back it's their level of self-awareness is so low so they're not clearly seeing what's out there in front of them and they're making a lot of mistakes in the judgment and they're also emotionally just they can't empathize with other people they can't really be with them and so that holds them back from being vulnerable and building trust and just having great relationships isn't that a little weird right if you're the ceo of a company you've made it to that level whether your own company or, or another company you work for that you would have any of these issues i think we would make an assumption from the outside that they must have it together yeah it's very rare right you look at studies on self-awareness and only 10 to 15 percent of people have it and when you're looking at high self-awareness, it's in the very low single digits. So that basically means that you're unaware of what's going externally. You've just been accelerated in the process because you're good at doing some things, yeah. but you're leaving a lot of money, performance, and other opportunities on the table. So it's kind of like if you make a billion, could you really be making five or 10? And that's probably true. And that's the real challenge for people is that they're not hitting the ceiling and really maximizing what they can do. They're really underperforming, but they don't know it because they're overestimating their own abilities. I forget who the um, college football coach was, but, um, but basically they came in, they won the game and everybody was happy and they were high-fiving. And the coach said, hang on a second. He was pissed off and he was screaming. He said, that's the external scoreboard. I care about the internal scoreboard. Like we could have did this, we could have did that. We got to get better at this. And so that's what you're saying because just just because you had a hundred million dollars in profit, you could have had a billion. Yeah. Right. And that, and that eventually catches up to you because what happens, your skills and ability eventually hit a ceiling, and then you plateau. And the other problem is you don't just plateau. Then you hit a rock bottom, right? And when you look at athletes like Michael Phelps in the last Olympics. He would have never done as well had he not hit his own rock bottom, but then been self-aware enough to ask for help, take it, and implement it. And that's how, you know, his Olympics. Rise from the ashes. Rise from the ashes, right? Yeah. 
because he hit that point where he was willing to do whatever it took to get to the next point. But yeah. you don't want to have to live your life in these peaks and valleys. And that's what most successful people really do. You want to be able to figure out what's going internally so you can make adjustments, have the help from smart people, and then have the support of people that can help you along the way that know what's going on so you don't need to tell your whole story all the time, right? It's like a CEO needs other CEOs or influencers so they know 95% of the story. They just have to fill in the details of the moment. My board's been beating me up lately, so you're saying I should welcome that. Yes, because it's challenging. It moves right. you out of uncertainty, right. and you can't see everything clearly, so they're there to help you, right? They're right. there to coach. They're helped to point out things, so then you can internalize, and ultimately, you've got to make those decisions. Sure. What, what, um, when you go into a, a company, you're talking to a CEO who's probably not willing to be vulnerable right out of because I'm listening to it, and I'm saying, gee, would I be willing to have you They come? aren't. Right? So I'm not necessarily willing, because I don't want to hear anything bad. You only want to hear good stuff. How do you learn, if I do let you in, if somebody lets you in, how do you learn uh, where the weak points are? Well, first I ask them, like, what's going on? Like, what isn't going as well as you want it to go, right? And most people, again, tell me things like a CEO I worked with a couple months ago, oh, my executive team isn't working as well as they should. But, and that may be true, but the underlying issues he's not aware of, because he right. never really asks and he never puts himself out there. So he misidentifies what they were, right? So right. I found out talking to them in like five minutes is he wasn't listening and they weren't being heard and their opinions weren't being taken by him. So I asked him some questions and then I started asking him, well, tell me about growing up, right? Tell me about how you were raised and your relationship with your parents. And you start finding out a lot because what happens is trauma from childhood or adulthood or some experience is shaping your biggest blind spot right now. And like I told you before, it was because he was in a family of six and he never got hurt. And the only time he told me he really got hurt was he elbowed his brother, he elbowed his sister at the kitchen table and then yelled over everyone and mom and dad heard him. Right. So he connected the payoff with, if I don't listen and I yell and talk over people, I'll get what I want. And then he gave me a few other examples. So then when you tell someone that, you confront them with it, they're not broken. I said, it's just a pattern, right? It's like pattern recognitions. If you saw that in your business, you'd know that this was a hot spot and you'd put all your energy on it if you could make a lot of money. Well, it's the same way here, right? It's neither bad nor good, but now is your time to be accountable, take right. that, implement it, and do some small things like listening, you know, talking last in a meeting, listening and asking more questions, right? And right. doing some tiny things. And in 30 days, it just turned all around and the people in his executive team were like, this is amazing, right? It's like a brand new company. That's, um, that's miracle working, 30 days. I mean, that's unbelievable. Yeah, because most people don't need that much adjustment. It's like one or two degrees and they're just not aware of what had happened and then when they hear that, they're like, oh my gosh, I totally get it, right? And I wasn't well, not only it. They, it sounds like they're not only aware of what had happened that created the pattern, they're not aware that there's even an issue. Yes. Right? They're walking around as though, it, and, the, and if you confronted someone with that outside data, 360 reviews, whatever it is, right. what they would say is, oh, Jason, my executive team doesn't get it, right? right. They're not completely dialed in. They're not right. working that hard. Right. Maybe I don't have the smartest people. Right? right, because it's kind of like a boxer in the middle of the ring. Right. I'm letting, you can move around and what can I do? But now right. when I tell, confront all this, you have him a corner because he told me that data. Right. So he can't squirm because it's him. Right. And smart people connect the dots and they're right. like, oh, this is totally it. 
right? right? And then yeah. they always smile, laugh, or there's tears, and then I'm like, okay, let's do a few things. Make and some we'll, adjustments. And, it's, and yeah. it's going to be life-changing. And then it's like a uh, 100-pound piece of armor went off your back, and all of a sudden, right? It's kind of like if you were running, and all of a sudden you wore a weighted vest, and all of a sudden you took the weighted vest off, and you're like, oh my gosh, I can run so fast and free, and I feel great. So, it's like what they, that's what their experience is. And then what happens is they're vulnerable, and they're like, man, if I just do this, and interact with people, and share and open myself up, they yeah. do too. There's magic, and everyone's more motivated, they're happier, they're performing better. Yeah. Why the heck haven't I been doing this my whole life? And, and you don't feel that in, in most cases you need to go and kind of keep guardrails up to make sure they don't go back into the old You pattern. do. Yeah. I mean, that's why it's kind of ongoing. You need to talk to them about stuff and educate them beyond that point, right? It's yeah. just a starting point. Yeah. Because habits continue to go unless you continually do them for a while, and then right. they become something that you just notice that's going on. So sure. you've got to figure out other tools but that's the first one because they need to get evidence early on that things are working and find it. Right. And, and um, you're in Boston? Where, where are you? Dallas. You're in Dallas and you fly all over the world yeah. uh, talking to CEOs. And my big challenge is I want to um, change 100 million lives. So we've changed 5 million to date, let's call it. We've got 95 to go. Those 95 have habits uh, around ice cream and, and uh, double bacon cheeseburgers and uh, maybe not working out. What dust can we sprinkle from your experience that um, you know we can get people to stop? Because what I hear all the time is, what do you mean? How, it wouldn't even be worth living if I couldn't have ice cream or a glass of wine or this or that. Like, how would you change those habits? Well, I think part of it is asking people when, you know, how do you feel like when you're eating afterwards? Like what negative emotions are coming up? And yeah. then the question after that is saying, okay, well, what self-limiting beliefs then pop up? Is it I'm not good enough? I don't feel like that? Because you've got to get people to start to open up the emotions, then start to talk. And then they'll say things like, I don't feel good enough. I don't feel smart enough. Like, I feel like I'm just very low. So they may be eating for a different reason is what you're they saying. All, they all are, right? right? Because the people that can change, they do it through brute force, right? right. It's kind of like I say, I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to go forward. Well, the problem is brute force rarely works, or if it works in one area, it won't work in another. Yeah. So you've got to trace it back to the first time someone felt like that. And then like the last question I'll be asked, like, if you don't feel enough, when's the first time you remember that you didn't feel enough? And then what happens is you bring back that memory, and you're tracing it to either the earliest trauma or another point, and then you can say to yourself, okay, if you reverse that going back the stack, what if you felt like you were enough? What if you felt you were powerful, right? And then what emotions would you feel? What stories would you start telling about yourself, right? right. And then you think that's the life you gotta start leading, right? This is the problem. It's not the eating, it's the connected to the trauma. And you've gotta let it go. You've gotta accept that it happened. This is a pattern that's going on when you eat all the time and you gotta break the pattern. And if you don't attack the pattern, you're not going to ever be able to move past it unless you're fortunate enough to be able to do it through brute force, like wake up one day and say, I'm gonna run you know, a marathon and then just keep running and never stop. There are people like that, but that just is the That's a very, small, very percentage. small percentage of people. Let's, um, let's take a break for, for a minute and uh, you could practice on me and, and show me everything I'm doing wrong. All okay. my, all my yeah, bad patterns exactly. and then we'll come back. All right, so here we are up on top of the Morzine uh, ski slope. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful surrounding, right? It's more than a slope. And we brought up with us our, our uh, partner, Athletic Greens, right? And you've already got it in the mixed-up version. I do. Uh, but we hadn't really shown yet what it looks like in the box and how it's yeah. prepackaged, right? And so 
So when you're traveling and you're trying to get all those greens, yep. it is hard. Even if you're dedicated, even if you're really one of the top 1%, yeah. you're looking around and you're, you're trying to get your vegetables. And maybe you can find the broccoli and the carrots and those kinds of things. But this thing's got 75 of them packed in there, right? Yeah. Half of these I've never heard of. I, I will admit that. If you've heard but, of half, but, but, you're better than I. Yeah, yeah. yeah look but at I mean, that. 75 in that little thing. In that thing. thing. So you're never going to be able to get on your own what you can get from here. 100%. It's just, it's just not Never is a strong word, but it's a, well, it's, it's a not, long not day. Zephyr, I will bet even you, who has forged the entire world, finds things like your earrings that we won't even get into. Uh-huh. You, you, I'll bet you haven't had all 75 of these. Like in my life in separately? challenge wait <laughs> by the way guys i'm a hundred percent focused on happiness it's I pretty great you i you know but i yeah, but now that you mention that this company is pretty amazing you look at the fact they've taken 10 years to develop something that tastes good that's good for you that you want to have and i love their 100 percent focus on happiness they really look at the whole package right yeah yeah like look we're looking at your whole package johnny i mean you're looking good these days <laughs> well, part, like, part of it anyway <laughs> no <laughs> well no we were talking earlier though Lushing. we were talking earlier though about sometimes the reason we overeat is because your body's missing out on some key nutrients some yeah, key vitamins some key it, things and it just says just give me something that's going to have that so we'll eat anything trying to get those nutrients and when we don't get them we're always hungry so lately I have been drinking this and it's amazing. Like I'll get up and if I'm not starved, I won't eat and I'll drink this instead. And then, you know, then when I am hungry, I'm already a little bit more focused. I'm thinking about this stuff. And so I'm eating better. Yeah. And what I've noticed is this is, this is good, right? You drink this, you feel full, but you don't feel bloated and you 100%. don't get that gassy feel and everything else, right? That you yeah. get with a lot of other stuff. And in addition to not getting nutrients, we generally don't get enough water in a day either. We all walk around dehydrated. And when you're eating salty foods, things like that, that need water, you don't need it. This this has the water built into it. Well, let's look at some of these things because when I hike up a mountain, I just bring this box. I mean, I can get everything <laughs> else I need from out here. So, slippery elm, good for your lungs, good for your belly. Spirulina, it's like basically it's an pasta. algae. That's a pasta, isn't it? Oh, that's semolina. That's really cute, Colonel. <laughs> Actually, it was being serious. his wife's laughing in the back. Um, Let's see. Yeah, yeah. So spirulina, it lets it oxygenates your blood. Ginger, also good for your belly. Yeah. Alfalfa, usually only bioavailable for like, you know, the horses, right? It's got a lot of good stuff in it. And um, well, let's see. We got milk thistle, good for the liver. Dandelion, good for the liver. Burdock, overall good immunity. Papaya, great for digestion. Mm, had some of that. Fungi, yeah. you guys are fun guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got reishi and shiitake, right? There's a, yep. a lot of immunological of benefits for yep. those mushrooms. Yep. And they got microbiotics, all these mind vitamins and minerals. I mean, this is a party, people. And I just want to mention, Tim's wondering this, and look at how close you're standing to him. You're really, you're really hey. loving Tim up right now. Easy. <laughs> no, but but you know what? Again, a- a- athletic greens. Um, we're loving it. We're on the top of this mountain. Life is good, and uh, it is honestly just getting better with partners like Athletic. I'll just greens. start licking it like those, you know, those dip sticks we used to do. Yeah, what was all it right. lick a stick. Yeah, yeah. Lick a stick. I'm just gonna lick a green. Fun, fun yeah. dip. Oh look, fun there, goes dip. Our, there goes our pooch. Hey, that's awesome. I all love right, this little and guy. we're gonna go run around the mountains too. See you guys. This episode of Spartan Up is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Ensure your body gets the nutrition it needs. Athletic Greens has a special offer for our listeners. Just go to athleticgreens.com/spartan. And then when you place your order, they'll send you a free travel pack with 20 individually wrapped packets. That's a free offer just for our listeners. So, so that was interesting. Uh, we learned a lot about my weaknesses there. Yes. <laughs> I've got some work to do. Hey, I'm, I'm here for you. i got <laughs> every, a lot of time today. But everybody has work to do. right? Every, everyone has work to do. You have work to do. How did you get into this work? 
Well, you know, I felt like in my own career, I would be having these peaks and valleys all the time. And I read books, I went to other events, and I just found like it didn't really help. And I didn't know why. And I kept getting confused and I kept having these peaks and valleys. And I was like, I know there has to be an answer. There has to be more out there in some quick process that I can piece together to figure out how to really move myself in a way to the next level and then have uh, recipes that I can use and anecdotes and stuff in my own life to keep it from hitting these rock bottoms all the time. Because I can't really make any progress. So I was hitting the bottom and going back up to the top. But Sure. essentially staying in the same place or maybe a little bit higher. Yeah, and, and are you loving it? I do. Because I think now when you figure this stuff out, you live life on a different level and you have much better relationships with people and you can build relationships super fast with people. And a lot of it's just stories we're making up, right? That we can't do this. Where I was, you know, my team building stuff. I mean, I went the other day and people, a month later I went back and two people who disliked each other now are actually good friends. And in 30 days that happened. Wow. And it's all a story to saying we can't do that. It's just how fast can we be vulnerable and share because the other person opens up and ask other questions and you can get really deep really fast. We just make it in our head these, these things have to take years and decades. Sure. You're like, uh, you're like the dog whisperer for humans. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the human, I do, yeah. The human whisperer. The human whisperer, yes. <laughs> so so um, let's give the audience some, some little things that they could do uh, in their own house, in their own situation. Uh, maybe they're supposed to get uh, like a personal board of directors, some friends to point things out. I don't know. What, what are little tricks that they could do without, if they can't afford to bring in the human whisperer? Yes. So I think the first question is to ask themselves, when they're doing something, why they're doing it, but also what they're lacking in their own life that's making it doing it. Because if you don't understand all of the trauma and all the other issues underneath it, that's not gonna help you. So I love burpees. So you're saying below burpees, there's something going on. Yes. Why, are, why am I doing Why do you wanna do it, right? Like there's yeah. something motivating you at that level below hand. But I think it's even more higher level. It's like, why do you go and do fitness? Why are you doing all this stuff, right? Yeah. There's a point where something is lacking at some point that led you to this point, right? And I think- But, I, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, I view it as a positive, right? I'm doing it because I feel really good when I'm done exercising. Totally, yes. I don't like not feeling good. There's the answer, right? right? I mean, it's a lack that before I wasn't feeling good about myself and feeling good about what was going on. Right. And then that's the reason. It helps connect both things together so you really see the full picture on why you're doing something and not half of it. Or why you're not doing something. Yes. Right, like I just can't wake up in the morning and go for a run. I hear a lot from, from the audience, yes. uh, I'm not motivated. So so give me uh, what, you, what you suspect would be the main reason people don't wake up and, and are motivated to get stuff done. It can be a couple different ones. It could be that you're hiding behind something else, right? You're not willing to let go of the pain of the past, right? It also might be that you're afraid of success. A lot of people are afraid that after they're successful, like, you know, what would happen then, right? So yeah. you've just got to start digging and understanding and asking questions because then the answers start to appear for people on why that they should do the things that they're doing, right? That's why when you see athletes hit rock bottom and make these miraculous recoveries to talk before, is there, they're asking that question and right. that's how they get back up and the ones that don't, don't. They yeah. stick on the bottom, right? Yeah. Because they don't dig deep and really be vulnerable and really go into it and talk about childhood traumas and abuse and other things that are going on that are, that are the real reasons behind why they're hiding and they feel shame inside. So 
you've got to get to that emotional core of things that are going on. I just like to push. I, I, um, I've never done anything hard, healthy and hard, that I haven't later said that was awesome. Going yes. out in the rain, bad weather, pushing, hundreds of miles, whatever it is, right? And so then I've just convinced myself that when I don't want to do it, because we all face that, like, ah, oh, I don't really feel like going outside. I don't feel like doing it. Well, you've already learned that yes. doing it is going to be like the only bad workout's the one you don't do. Yes. Right? You so got the evidence. I got the evidence, so I just do it. But the first time you didn't and you took a leap of faith. I took a leap of faith. And, yeah. that, and what happened is then you got evidence because it's the competence-confidence loop, right? People right. keep putting it off because they're saying, well, I'm not ready. I don't have enough evidence. And right. I, we say the same thing. Well, you're never going to have evidence until you do it. So therefore, you have to take a leap of faith. Right. That's what an entrepreneur does, right? That's what every successful person does if you go to the core. So I have a battle with somebody I want you to meet today. We're doing a, um, a documentary on where I'm taking a middle-aged man and we are attempting to turn him into a Spartan. And he was a Spartan before, but he's just, he loves ice cream and hanging out and sitting down on couches. And, um, and I'm pushing and he's got all the reasons you're talking about us. Well, you gotta enjoy life, you gotta do this, you gotta do that. I'm not really sure. I, you gotta aim and really analyze before you do stuff. And I say, screw that, just fire first. Then get ready, then aim. And that's the battle we're having. What are your thoughts? Well, then I'd ask him a question. So when's the last time you remember taking a leap of faith in your life? Because you must have done it at least once. Right. Tell me about that experience. How did it work out for you, right? Yeah. Because it's either one of two things, either it worked or didn't, yeah. right? And if, it, and if it did work, then you go in and say, okay, well, how did it work? How did it make you feel, right? right? And then you can go on that line. But if the other one is, if he took a leap of faith and he failed big time, right? And he right. fell flat in his face right. and he felt pain. Tell me about that story. How did it feel? Sure. Like, how, how did that pain feel? So there's, Where does yeah, that yeah. No, you're so right. You have, there's some so history somewhere. There is, because that's what's happening right now. Because what for, behind everyone is all these unconscious thoughts and patterns that are going on, right? And that that's what's holding them back. And so in essence, they are a puppet, not the puppeteer. And this whole model that I go through is saying, I tell people, you have a, two choices. Are you the puppeteer or the puppet? If you don't understand, right? It's just like I go into clients now and I tell them about when they're meeting with their subordinates and people they manage. I said, two questions you should always ask is one, rate our relationship on a scale of one to 10 and tell me how it is. Two, then tell me how I can move it closer to a 10. And then the next question you ask is rate yourself on a scale of one to 10 in your own job and what you could be doing better. Because then you get to the real conversation, right? Now we get to the meat. Yeah, right. Or because if Otherwise, every, we're beating around the bush. We're going in circles. We don't get anywhere. I like that. Yeah, every CEO I right. ask that question to, right. or every executive, everyone else saying, right. have you, do you know exactly in a scale of 1 to 10 where your relationship is with every person you manage? Right. I've never gotten an answer yes. They like, sit there like and pause, that. right? Like because that. you don't yeah. know the relationship, right? right? But that's called getting real, getting authentic, I like it. cutting through the BS. Yeah. And now that relationships with people who you can do that with are gonna be great. Yeah. And you're gonna know. You're not gonna wait for some employee survey or some other data right, that's I a lagger. I love it. Right? This is awesome. Thank you. Um, get real. Get real. <laughs> now. That really, really resonated with me. Um, I loved that he's figured out that life coaching, business coaching isn't just about solving the problem, it's not just about treating the, uh, the, the um, symptom. symptom. It's actually the cause and the idea about you cannot change someone's behavior if you don't find out what thing was that caused that behavior in the first place and what the emotion that they felt that they attached mm. that. So he really is digging in deep. Like he's, you know, 
but the cool thing is you kept talking about 30 days, you make that change, 30 days, you make that change. You're like, you can't make that change in 30 days. Most coaches can't because they can, they try and change that behavior and don't even figure out why you're doing it in the first place. So there's a lot more we can talk about. I want to hear from you guys, but that just hit me like a ton of bricks. There's, there's, um, I, I referenced it uh, prior on prior podcasts, and I apologize for doing this, but again, uh, Molly's Game. Yeah, sure. That movie. Um, great movie. She's got, she's got um, an issue. The dad, yeah. Kevin Costner, is a psychologist. Yep. And he goes right in and solves the problem. Hey, Molly, you're just looking to control powerful men. Yeah, sure. Because I, as a dad, were overbearing on you. Yeah. Right? And so get right to the root cause. Understand yep. it. Make that change. Stop those patterns. Business and, epigenetics. There you go. Business there epi- go. epigenetics. But, but also he does individuals, too. He's got to do the individuals within the organization. But together, man, is that powerful, right? It's exponential growth for the company. So yep. we're bringing them in. Tim. Yeah. Well, and when you... When he comes in, he's not just going to talk to you. It would be a mistake for him just to talk to me. Yeah, <laughs> but he's going to talk to everybody yeah. else. Yes. But as well. Because but he's got to find out what, my, what am I doing that's wrong, right? right. Sure. Because what he found what out a lot of times right, is that the staff, a lot of times, isn't living up to the expectations or of, the, of the boss. Or the boss is making mistakes. Well, many times it's because of the boss. That's exactly right. right. And it, it might not be something major. I don't think it's, it's a, a blame lot of, it, thing, though. No, it's a communication thing normally. It, it, it's normally, from what he said, is that the boss isn't listening to the staff. When, when the situation is that the boss is complaining about the staff, mm-hmm. I don't think that's the situation we're talking but, about. But, but how do you have time to have air time? But, I mean, those simple things he brought up about yeah, those, um, those. Uh, sitting down with somebody and saying, hey, no, where, where, where are we on a relationship? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. powerful, right? And, and, then, and then, so on a scale of one to 10, how's yeah. our relationship? The second question is, what can I do to bring that closer to a 10? That was powerful. That was powerful. Yeah. And then the last one, instead of the first one, the first one is usually how can you do a better job? Right. How's our relationship? What right. can I do to improve it? And the last one is on a scale of one to 10, how's your performance? You're right. gonna get a lot more honest answer with that. That's like, that's like productive remediation of soil, right? You do your soil test, it's it, like you're missing exactly. nitrogen in your, in your corporate culture, you add nitrogen in each of your different plants, each of the different people, they need something a little different. When you can do that test and you can get that range and that average, then you can figure out what you need so that you can have the productive Spartan forest thrive forever. I love you your analysis. That's what I'm serious. That's where I actually, I actually understand these things. Exactly. So I, you know, you know why? In the early days, we were confused. But yeah. you know why? Because we're learning from Sephiroth. We're well, becoming Sephirized. I know it's coming, and I'm ready for it. Yeah. yeah. No, that's fantastic. The, the, thing I, the thing I took from it, uh, because as you guys know, for me, the whole concept of life coaching, and, and he's more of a business coach kind of guy, but... I, maybe just because of my, my upbringing or my age or my background or something, I'm not as sold as a lot of people, right? But the thing that he said that may have maybe just been the right tweak was he was talking about he used the analogy of a boxer in a ring and that the boxer in a ring doesn't really know sometimes when he's winning or losing, right? And he comes out and you see the MMA fight and the, and the guy gets his hand raised and the loser stomps off because he thinks he won. Right. He's in the middle of the fight. You would think he would know it, right. but he doesn't. But the corner guy should, right? And so what he's talking about, let me be your corner man. And as Johnny threw in there, because let me be your corner man, otherwise you're going to need a cut man, (laughs) which I think is brilliant, right? I think that's a great tagline. Yeah, sure. I'm I'm changing mine. That's going to be my new coaching tagline right there. Thanks, Tim. It works. Well, the thing that I can say about it, again, it's like I don't even think it's a point where a CEO is not trying to listen to it. But if you think about time management, it's, it's really difficult to ask that to all the people from the janitor to the other people in the C-suite, right? And, so I, like and, you need and, yeah. and I'd suggest it's even more difficult to not because you're right, it takes time, takes effort to do it. But if you don't do it, you're going to spend so much more time and effort trying to solve things you don't know how, know how to solve. 
No, sure. And that's why I think having those three questions, and even if you sent that out as a blank email to everyone in your office, and then you could have you know, some sort of conversation. I'm thinking of doing it. I think it'd be great, that. right? Three questions. Send yeah, them it's out. Yeah, it's easy. Rank it one to ten. Yeah. Uh, I would no just personal thought, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't send it as a blank email because then they're going to think they have lots of time to think, what's Joe want me to say? Right. And you're going to get that one back. If you ask them point blank and they have to answer right away, it's very different than than them having time to craft right their point. response or, or share it. thoughts. Yeah. Sure, yeah. By the yeah, way, exactly. You, by yeah, the way, yeah. you could do this in your relationship. 100%. Right? Yeah, you yeah. could do this with everybody. You yep. you don't have Call to just use it in a company. One to yeah, ten. Exactly, eight. yeah. Wait. I forget the other question. <laughs> 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 uh, Go, one, right. one to ten. Go. Well, with that, all right, so you can find these questions um, at, well. And answers. And answers to all of your life's needs at spartan.com slash podcast. Visit us there and. YouTube. I don't know that one, Johnny. What is it? Sure, just, no, just go to YouTube, go, go to, to iTunes, YouTube. subscribe. <laughs> Check us out every week because we have incredible guests one after another. Sign after another. up, would you? Yeah, tell your friends. Sign up and show up. Toodles. Blessings. <laughs> This episode of Spartan Up is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Ensure your body gets the nutrition it needs. Athletic Greens has a special offer for our listeners. Just go to athleticgreens.com Spartan, and then when you place your order, they'll send you a free travel pack with 20 individually wrapped packets. That's a free offer just for our listeners. Thanks for listening to another epic story of success. If you like our show, be sure to tell your friends about it. We want to hear from you. Just leave us a comment below if you're watching on YouTube, or if you're listening, go to Twitter and find us at SpartanUpPod or Instagram at SpartanUpPodcast, and let us know what you think. Then go subscribe on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to our show. SpartanUp is brought to you by Spartan Race. To find a race near you, visit Spartan.com. <laughs>